Welcome to Messy Closet, the spiritual journey of Generation X. I'm Roseanne Carlo, and here we explore the 70s, 80s, and 90s in New York City, and the lessons my friends and I may or may not have learned. Thanks for tuning in to another episode, and it is only the third day of the year, and I'm watching the news, and Kevin McCarthy loses the second vote for Speaker of the House. Not only that, but he's being trolled by 19 people that are voting for Jim Jordan and Jim Jordan even being nominated for Speaker. Now, you have to understand the hilarity within this because I have said for a very long time that I feel a lot of our government needs to like age out, like their past retirement age and whatnot. And I understand that you still have goals in life, but you're making a mockery of our government when you lose twice. Your third party is Jim Jordan messing you up, but Jim Jordan is somehow voting for you. And no one's going to have enough votes and they're just going to keep the definition of insanity, right? Doing this over and over and over again, um, expecting a different result. And I don't believe anyone is going to change their votes. So that is just... It just tells me how unpopular you are, not only with the American people, but within your own party. So here's to a resolution. You know, let's hope for a Jeffries win. I wonder how many rounds it will take and how many losses it will take McCarthy to withdraw himself from the position for Speaker of the House, because I even predicted a long time ago, it was not going to be, he is not going to be Speaker of the House. So with that, let's get to even less popular people in the United States. So let's start with the obvious, the new Twitler and menace with money, Elon Musk, who becomes the first person ever to lose 200 billion. Congratulations, sir. Couldn't have happened to a better guy. Now, here is a poll taken around the country and it's from oh it's actually actually not in our country it's in the uk of the top celebrities so this is from the daily mail the top celebrities that we are all sick of okay so number five james corden 100 percent agree i was never a fan and then he did that cats movie and i was less of a fan i just he don't get him. You know, I don't I don't get his humor. Um I think I thought like Carpool Karaoke was really like a nice novel idea, but I heard that a lot of the musicians weren't crazy about it, so you know, it didn't keep going or whatever. Um we've also heard the story about how he was tossed out of Balthazar in New York City for his attitude. So yeah. I can definitely see that and why he is on the list of celebrities that people are sick of. And I think his show is done now, right? So number four is Oprah. And I get it because she's done some interviews, some infamous interviews over the pandemic and then backtracked saying she never meant to make this bombshell interview. Of course, we're talking about Harry and Meghan and all of that, and I'll get to them in a minute. But 
you know, Oprah's the only one who is from like my era that started out in the 80s. And she was very, very admired back then. Like everyone wanted to watch her show even before she started doing the giveaways and Oprah's favorites and all of these things. She was just a fantastic talk show host and you know maybe it's money maybe it's wanting to stay on top and all of these things and you know not being satisfied with what she has maybe she really thought that she was doing something provocative and helpful with her interviews lately but it just seems like now she's running around trying to save face and you know we all know she was friends with like Harvey Weinstein and everything so yeah I can see why she's on the list also okay Mm mm-hmm number three amber heard Ugh. if ever there is a name i definitely never want to hear again it is hers amber heard who like i said and i stick by my statement i never believed her she didn't sound like someone who had been the victim of domestic violence However, when I heard Johnny Depp speak, he did sound like someone who had been the victim of domestic violence. And that's only because I myself have been a victim of domestic violence as well, way in the past. And his his language, his body language, his verbiage, his descriptions of things, it just hit very close to home. And then of course I watched the trial and as I said, How are you even an actress, honey? Oh my God. So, yeah. So, TikToker Jodi Ricktalk, she's got the goods on some videos that we might not see here about certain celebrities. And I don't look up things on everyone. I really don't. But if they happen to be in the news and it's relevant, I'm gonna talk about it, just like everybody else. But she had put up this video that Amber Heard was in Spain, right? And they were celebrating a wedding and they said a crazy drunk woman came out of the woodwork. It's so funny that they use the word woodwork because that's what Amber Heard used to describe Kate Moss. And Kate Moss is not the woodwork, she's the works. So anyway, they said at first they thought that it was really funny because she was walking down the street and she was yelling, I am homeless and just walking down the sidewalk and apparently making everyone laugh. And they thought it was like a comedy sketch and she was like begging for change and doing dances and asking for money, just making a joke out of being a homeless person. And then they said that they, when they thought about it, it wasn't funny, it was, she said cringe because there's a big homeless crisis in Spain and there she was doing this. So she came up to us and she started to flirt with the guy and in the picture that was taken and she was clearly wasted. This is what it says. And her breath stank. It was so gross. And that's when she sat on his lap and he pushed her off because he was married and it got really awkward and she started to stumble away. Then later they took a group picture and didn't think she was still around, but she came out of nowhere again and was watching the entire time. They said it was like really creepy and she came out of nowhere to crash the photo. And when she crashed the photo, she pretended to give a BJ 
to the man and it started to make a joke. She started to make a joke about how this is how she got her role in Aquaman. She was going, oh, James Wan, James Wan. And she was like reenacting like fellatio, basically. And they said it was really weird and really awkward. And they didn't realize until after that it was Amber Heard. And it made sense. She was in Spain. And she was pretending she was all these different things. It was absolutely insane. We cannot believe we caught her on camera. And the weird thing was that there was absolutely no baby in sight. She was completely alone with no security. And that is the story from the Daily Mail, according to Jody Ricktalk and... I mean, there's no reason for her to have made this up. And there is a photo of Amber Heard next to a man. I mean, I can't be sure that that's Spain or not, but this is a great piece of gossip. And I was done with her a long time ago. You know, I was actually shocked, I think, um, that, you know she even went through with that trial and everyone's like oh you know the uk trial she was not like a defendant a plaintiff she was not part of the trial she was just like a witness and gave evidence and it was not like right and she keeps talking about that because johnny depp had lost that case but this is a jury and everyone saw through all of it and Remember, everyone, with this trial, she didn't pay her lawyers. It was her homeowner's insurance, and they covered defamation, and they were up to like $8.5 million, and she didn't want to use their lawyers. She wanted her lawyers. She probably would have done better with their lawyers. And, you know, she pulled back her appeal because after they looked at it, there was no appeal. And apparently Johnny Depp does not have to pay the judgment of $2 million against her Thank goodness, because I, I thought that that was the weirdest part of the trial. And, you know, she settled on, well, the insurance settled on, we will give $1 million. And, of course, Johnny Depp was going to accept it because he was never even out to get $50 million from her. That was just, you know, to say, I'm here. I'm making a statement. You made your statement. Now I'm making mine. And he made his. And that is why Amber Heard is number three on this list. Well, number two is Harry. Is it Prince Harry? Is it Harry, Duke of Sussex? Is it Harry of Montecito? Is it Harry Markle? I've seen them called the Harkles. I don't really know what that means, but I've seen that. Now, there's the the only reason that he has not made it to number one is when I tell you who number one is, you're going to understand why. So let's go back to when he was, well, no, let's go back to 1981 when Princess Diana and now King Charles married. So we set the timer on the VCR and we watched everything. And I remember William's birth and I remember Harry's birth and I remember watching these two endearing young men lose their mother in a very tragic way. Now, I think that it's very unfair for people to say, well, Harry was younger when he lost his mother because you don't know how that's going to affect you at any age. So it's it's very unfair to say that because a woman in her 50s can and 40s can, can lose her mother and 
or you know, or, or a man, whatever, in 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 their thirties, in their twenties, you still feel the loss. So it's not that I don't understand that he has grief, but it it shouldn't turn into you know, a hatred. He said he wanted, like this Anderson Cooper interview, he wanted a family, not an institution, but they seem to be a family that happens to be an institution. Now, when they first got together and were dating, I was like, oh my God, this this woman must be something, you know? And I remember talking to my cousin about their upcoming wedding and she said, oh, she doesn't love him. She's just using him. And I'm like, you know, I hope not. But it seems to be that is what happened. Now, with their documentary thing, with all of his complaining, the Oprah interview, the Anderson Cooper, there was another interview. Um, there's so much horrific things going on in the world that to watch basically a middle-aged, like, balding man act worse than a five-year-old child who was just told no is just sad. Like, it's just so apparent to me that he just does not like himself and that he has measured himself as second to someone his entire life, which you can see by the title of his book. So I can see why you know, and I mean, he's made some mistakes in his life, too. He had worn a Nazi uniform to a Halloween party, and he's, he's said and done some things that can be, like, outwardly racist. And then he's calling the British public and the monarchy racist, but it just seems like they are only that because he didn't get his way. And that's why he's the number two celebrity or whatever he is that people are most tired of only to be surpassed by the wife Meghan Markle is she Meghan Markle is she Meghan Duchess of Sussex like what is she and again I have said this we don't have royalty in this country so you should not be using your title especially if you want to talk about politics and voting rights and you know all of these things and I've listened to portions of her very boring podcast and, um, you know, here's, here's the thing. You can tell she's narcissistic. You can tell that she has to be in control of everything. You can tell that there's no give, there's no leeway. And that's part of the reason that there was trouble within the royal family with herself and whatever, because I remember her being very well embraced. And again, I was impressed. But I'm not impressed when you do an interview when a 99-year-old man is on his deathbed and his wife passes just a couple of years later because you have made their lives so, so miserable. And there's no need to do that. They've lived their lives with dignity and taking a lot of hits from a lot of places and not speaking about it. I like the never complain, never explain if someone's coming at you for things that are so private, no one should know about it. And I think to throw other people under the bus because you didn't get what you wanted and you didn't fully understand what you were getting into, which could be valid, but you had to understand enough to know that you were going to have to change a lot about your life. And supposedly you were willing to do that. So this is why 
the number one spot goes to Meghan Markle because she's pushing and pushing and pushing herself. All these magazines, all these interviews. You know, I want to see you like once or twice a year do something. If I want to follow your social media because I think that you're interesting and fun, I'll do that. But I just, I don't like the preachiness. And the two of them, Harry and Meghan, are the epitome of the difference between Gen X and the stereotypical entitled whiny millennials who need everything for themselves. I mean, I'm going to go back to Harry for a second. He was whining, I want my brother back. I want my father back. I want my family. Um, You and your wife left your children in California. And that's like 11, 12 hour flight from London for like two to three weeks without you there. And you're crying about how your family treated you, but you are both not there at a pivotal point for your children. And then I read another like blind item and I believe this was Instagram, Markle News One, and she had said that their son, Archie, has such bad anxiety that they had to pull him out of preschool. I don't know if I heard it correctly that like, you know, officials, not officials, but like doctors and, and help was stepping in to help them like form a bond. But of course, when you are that young and your parents are jet setting off and whining about themselves and trying to put themselves in the spotlight, you just don't understand the meaning of family. But we see that with the fact that Meghan Markle's father is very sick and she doesn't visit him and she's vilified him and she doesn't speak to her brother and she doesn't speak to her sister, but she's spoken badly about her and then uninvited her niece to the wedding. Very, very shady stuff. And it's just going to be like a downhill spiral for them because I don't really even know anyone here that's too interested. And I think the only people that are really interested in them are the entitled millennials that see them as some sort of a savior because they didn't get their participation trophy for getting out of bed. Gen Xers, we don't do this. We don't care. (laughs) We don't complain really that much. And if we do... We kind of complain to our closest group of friends who we know are not going to be judgy, you know, because even sometimes your friends will like give a little gossip about you or you'll give a little gossip about your friend. and It's unintentional. And you're like, oh, my God, what did I just do? But, you know, everybody's going to talk and say something. But once it gets to the point where it's like harmful to an entire family that does happen to be a huge institution like the monarchy, Um, I think that, you know, the line was drawn in the sand and you've put yourself on one side. And when you say it didn't need to be this way, you're saying they didn't bend to my demands and I had to go. No, you can compromise too. You really can. It's easy. So that's the most hated celebrities of 2022. I have no idea what's going on with the Speaker of the House vote, but if they are there still in a week in the same suits, you know, with food being brought in and they're starting to twitch because they're losing their minds because Jim Jordan still has 19 votes, McCarthy still has 206 and Jeffrey still has like 216 or whatever it is and it's going to stay that way. 
Let's hope not. Let's hope that the next round of elections in 2022, I'm sorry, in 2024, because 2022 really, it, it shook things up too much. And this is why we're at where we're at now. But in 2024, that, you know, um, Everybody comes out and everybody uses their voice and we get like, you know, some younger people in with with fresh minds and fresh hearts for leading the country in a way that's going to be environmentally friendly, that's going to bring down the cost of living, that's going to, you know, just help improve the world in and of itself. And I think that a lot of people are getting tired of all of this decadence and all of this crap because I know a lot of people are also getting tired of the Kardashians and like I said I was never a fan I've never seen a show you know God bless that they can give their children that beautiful life I will give them that that you know great for those kids that's wonderful but I think people are just getting back to you know everything more simple because we a lot of us lost a lot and had to downsize and do a lot of things during the pandemic so things change. So watching someone, you know, throw their wealth and, and lifestyle in your face kind of gets annoying after a while. So I'm going to put them on the list for myself. And this has been the most hated of 2022 on Messy Closet. Thanks for tuning in. And don't forget to keep art and keep love alive. <laughs>